Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on kids now gather round Grab along and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Mero Climo hear the voices in my head anymore <laughs> literally there's so many when there's actual voices inside my head when yeah. we're recording it gets really weird um holy fuck it's been a bit i know, Bo. You, know you know it's f- funny we, uh, don't, we don't talk anymore i know when we first started this whole ordeal being shut-ins um i was like well we'll just like take this time and like double down and get a bunch of content but then mm-hmm. it really does become a little bit like what on earth do i want to talk about right now when Everything I'm doing is inside, and I just feel like it's the same conversation with myself almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I have a lot to talk about. I, mean, I know. I always That's because you're not staying home. And, and wait, 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 let's go back true. a second. Yes, correct. Yesterday, uh, we're still in this space. I know everyone's itching to get out, but mm-hmm. like, I'm like, hey, what, what are you up to? And you're like, well, I'm on my way to Newport Beach. <laughs> I'm going to go out and get some food with my friend. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? We found a beach to lay on, and we social distance laid. Can you lay on the beach up there? Um, I didn't think so, but we found a beautiful little cove that seemed oh. to be undisturbed with oh. other people. And it was actually very nice. And I feel like people were for real following the rules. Like we really did lay our towels six feet apart. And then there was like a dog splashing around in the water. And I felt like everyone, there was really no need for it to be shut down because yeah. things were not happening that yeah. were bad. But yes, true. I went to Newport Beach. True. I had so much fun. <laughs> and then also. You're like, not believing the hype. That's what it is. I'm I'm obeying the rules, but I'm questioning them. Uh huh. I'm also finding that every day that goes by, I'm agreeing a little bit more with Ted Nugent, <laughs> which is becoming like a really <laughs> bad thing. And then Jack is like, "You're like turning into like a right wing Republican." Are you? This. No, but I'm becoming a no. I'm not doing that yet. All right. I'm like, what if I'm like a what? What would be worse if I believe the Earth is flat, or if I'm like a secret Trumper or something? Yes. <laughs> yes to both. um i i truly do obey the rules i don't like wearing a mask yeah we could all guess that I well probably, nobody likes wearing know, a mask but I, I think some people do i think some people are like yes daddy like silence uh, me what <laughs> but i do think that that i i take extra precaution 
And yeah. I wouldn't like tomorrow, I would not go to like a, a big concert or something like that. But I have been social distance partying here and there. Yeah. <laughs> You're a social distancing party animal. I also heard the term for the first time anti-masker. And I'm like, oh, oh my, my and God. I'm like, I have, it's so funny that I'm like, oh, my God. But no, I think I, I just think this time is the perfect storm for someone like me because it brings up like like health conspiracies politics you know pol- political sure, conspiracies sure. like like this is a weird like hotbed of every and then it's all in those, uh, the conspiracy people versus not people and so, so this is funny because i mean if you're listening you've probably you know you have breath um and you have seen that video the the whole pandemic thing that oh. got posted on social media that everyone's watching that is like the straw on everyone's cam i, I have never seen such a like yeah. a response a visceral response like good or bad it's from because people. you know it's one of those things where um we talk about it like in the 80s when there was a limited amount of movies being released in a summertime so everybody saw the same movie you know now there's like 100 movies a month True, getting released yeah this pandemic uh video that's like 25 minutes long it's just long enough to be like okay i'll watch a little bit more yep it's almost done i'm halfway through kind of thing and everyone started talking about it like here's this here's the truth check out the truth <laughs> and i mean i have to be honest like i saw it and i was like oh man that's pretty gnarly like and i shared it with one friend uh and i was just like uh check this out maybe something in here i don't know seems also like a little bit it could of a, be weird. a little bit of a puff piece, yeah. Because like yep. none of the questions were hard; they were always just like leading to like, uh, "Tell us about this time that something bad happened to you." Right. Not like, you know, it was just wasn't hard uh, like against this woman. Anyway, I get it. Yeah. As soon as it, some of the things that were said, it even just like perked my ears up a little bit. It was like, ah, that's weird. It's like mm-hmm. she's been referred to as the greatest scientist of all time. I, know. I was like, wait a minute, nobody, nobody says that, yes. and, and anyone, anybody could say that, you know. So it's like, it's like when they say, oh, America's favorite fries. It's like, did they just hire some girl named America? <laughs> and they're just like, hey, America, America tell us that these are your favorite fries. And she's like, they're my favorite fries. America's okay, favorite fries. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's so I, I, I never believe that kind of bullshit, but. Uh, yeah, very quickly there was a Ooh, the backlash, a and then backlash. people spoke up against her as a charlat- charlatan, and, and then, him as like a flat earther. Yeah, and, yep. So it, it got it, it got me in trouble in many ways too. How? Um. So first, I mean, my my thing with the movie, and that I always said, and people freak out, is that like I think that not every single video that I watch or anything is like the end all be all, but I believe sure. that like some of them. There's a kernel here. Yeah, there's a kernel here, and I felt like that video. Is if you're interested in this stuff, one way or another, it's a good like thing to put in your toolbox of watching it and then thinking, okay, do I add this to like my list of data points of of whatever, or I, do I? I not? feel like that about most of that stuff is like you can go away with something. And go okay, well, I don't agree with that, but like I do think this is a good point. Yes, exactly. But in this way, it does seem like uh, after. I mean, I'll let you tell your story, but it, okay, it, yeah. it has been debunked in many ways. It has been debunked in many But then, and this is where I don't want to get exhausted, but some of the times people are like, she, you know, she was, tri- she, this woman, Judy, Dr. Judy, went on trial, but then they actually like dropped the trial. This is where it's like eight steps down. I'm like, okay, I don't feel like arguing with other sure, people or sure. really getting into it. But I think a lot of people had quick opinions on okay so first off and i feel like this is like a i feel like you would think this i think they named the movie wrong i think pandemic was a horrible name for what it was Mm. because already anytime you add like a demic for something or Mm -hmm. insinuate that like all of this like the minute people hear pandemic they uh, you're on one side or another and you already think okay 
this is virus is real and you're already going to trigger the people being like right. you know someone who knows somebody that got it and they died from it yeah. or something like that yeah so if they named it something like information about you know this woman's experience like i think if they named it something more neutral yeah. i think they would have like even like 20 percent less of the response that they did but anytime someone yeah but i mean also like naming it that does perks people's interest automatically exactly pandemic yeah. is a play on that word and it's like Oh, uh, what do you mean it was a plan? And I get when they did like, that, but then you threaten people's like sure. they feel threatened and all that kind of stuff. And then I also think too they should have maybe like almost like exposed this woman's skeletons more and had her address that so that mm-hmm. there couldn't be like any rebuttal. I, I think the main thing they should have done is had factual information in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you're yeah, gonna change anything about that, like don't yeah. change the name, change the fact that like there's a lot of shit in there that's just complete bullshit mm-hmm. and stretched and like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess in this day and age, it was effective in the sense that it went out there and it caused this sort of shuffle, Yep. but like as soon as it starts getting debunked, all the major news networks and all the main, uh, internet news sites were debunking it. And then it sort of is like, well, now you're just full of shit. I like, know. And that's you what's were effective hard to for see. what? 24 hours, yes. 48 hours. But like now everyone goes, oh, it's all lies. So now you don't believe anything. I know. And that's and, and that is its own problem. It is the own problem. And it, there's a part of me that also and I know we still it should be like every man and woman just also has the right to speak up, like not related to their sex. But sure. there's a part of me that feels like as a woman, I owe it to other women to at least like listen to them. And so it's almost like by me, which I know is probably, gen, you know, sexist. And yeah, that's that seems very sexist. Not fact. believe them, not believe them. But at I, least I listen. actually I'm, I'm, I'm OK. Just because that triggers me a little bit. Oh my God, we're like the new Bill Maher. Because it it does trigger me a little bit because I I hate this. I mean. Because a lot of like the sex people that come out, I don't believe their case. And so it's like a lot of the women that come out, like what if I just discredited women right off the bat? And I'm like, nah, I don't believe you. No, but I think you should credit people or discredit them because of their actions and the things they say. Because whether they're a man, woman, trans, whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Right. Everyone Uh, deserves to be listened to. I do believe with that. I do kind of get frustrated sometimes because it's like, um, I don't know. I saw this site, whatever. It's, it sounds bad. It sounds bad what I'm about to say, I think, and I'm still working through it. So, but like sometimes when I see this, like, uh, we're a website that only focuses on female directors and it's like, it's insulting because uh, it's like, you could also handle a mix of males in there. Yeah. Too. I, I think get everyone that. should, but I mean, obviously, uh, the mainstream a lot of times has like favored the men throughout time. Yeah. But is, and, I, and I'm still, my question is like, is that because there are more men doing this thing because there's an unfair advantage for men? Probably. Uh, but then we get to this place where it's like, well now instead of focusing on both, let's just focus on the other. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, but now there's a whole generation of people who weren't the people who did those things before. And now they're being left out because they're men. I get or that. Because I don't know. And could you imagine if there was like, like, I think I've even dragged you to like a few like women's only podcasting events or sure, something. And sure. then, but if there was like a, like, you know, like Asians only podcasting event. Usually those events are like, you know, they're themed one thing, but they're also welcoming. And I want, but- I want there to be able to be a space for anyone to go and feel comfortable and be able to talk to people who are, like them that they can go oh my gosh you feel that way too i also feel like i don't want to disregard that we should be a melting pot on everything I do agree. yeah um it's not fair right now maybe uh, it's more like we should listen to everyone and not just women but it's I did. hard i mean the, the the reality is the world doesn't work like that um it doesn't you know and we've seen yeah. that throughout all of our entire history of, of humans on this planet uh, we tend to uh, put people 
down and separate them and categorize and things like that. Yes. So I get it. And I'm working through it as I'm saying it. <laughs> we're all working I through just, it. I just like, I don't like those moments where it's like, well, I felt like I should listen to her because she's a woman and I should support. It's like, well, why don't you just support all people yeah. that, who are, are, are doing something I like understand that. that. And I think maybe like my, my knee jerk reaction at first was, uh, and same thing is like, we're all working through this as it comes out. Like uh-huh. my opinion about the movie, the first day I saw it could, is probably like a little bit different now, you know, yeah. knowing like all the information. But at first sure. what I saw was a woman like taking a chance and speaking up. And I think, I think like now in this day and age, it's so dangerous for people to get to do that. And you know, yeah. if, even in this case, there's a lot of people that have been killed or killed off or whatever. Sure. So like what I kind of reacted to was, I probably should have looked at more at like what she was all saying. But the very first day that I saw it, I was like, this woman is badass for speaking out, sure. knowing that she sure. could get killed. I felt the same way. I mean, that's the thing is like when you're watching information in that way, like you, there's no way to, to fact check them as you're watching it. So like you have to then watch it and go like, okay, I'm with my open eyes and ears. I'm going to try to like hear this person. And when I got done with it, I was like, wow, this is pretty intense. But then 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 I sent it to a person and then we started talking about it. And I was like, then I saw another article Uh and I was like, I'm like, it's really important to look at both sides of everything. And so this says the opposite. And so we looked into that. And then it's like, then there was a, an article. I want to be in all these conversations. Too, then it was Bob. an article about debunking and then how to talk to people <laughs> who uh, thought the video had uh, all these things uh, to say that like were true. How do you talk to people about these types of things? It was like, so I read a bunch of different articles, sort of like on each side and one right in the middle. And that's wonderful. And I wish more people were like that. I know, but there's not enough time. There's not enough time to fact check and everything. Also do that's I, the problem. And then sometimes after three hours of this, I'm just like, I need to like work on my credit score. Like there's yeah. other things in my life immediately <laughs> that like yeah, yeah. I need, because I, I, I did drive myself crazy with that. So, so we had a day where I put, you know, I got very excited about because I get very excited about people that I think or perceive to be speaking out and because there's a lot of like information being shut down right now. Sure, some some sure. should be shut down. I totally understand that like some information is better off not having our public look at. But then there's some information that I think are is helpful sure. that like the fact checkers online are shutting down, which is like it's not their place. So. I like when I see someone kind of like speaking up like that and taking a chance. So I had posted on my, on my Insta story and said like, this woman's a hero or whatever. Oh, and then I went on, on my other podcast with Cantori. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I think after this episode, we were down to like no listener. <laughs> like just my mom is like barely hanging on as a listener. So we're good. We, we, so, so, and that one is we have some paid memberships, you know, it's only like three or $5 a month, which sure. is so awesome. But there's a bunch of people that have invested their money in us. So right. it's always weird when you, like, like, and you know, each of that equals a nice amount per month that can help me and help it, whatever. But it's sure. also like, I think that those people already, they know me from the radio show. So they, they already know some of my, like where I stand because I was sure. able to have that. But I think some of the people are like more his longtime listeners. And this, this episode, like the one that we originally did was kind of like more me talking. And at some point I said, I think I forget what I said. I was like a hell no on if we were going to be like mandated vaccines because he re- that's right. He read a statistic, Cantori read a st- statistic that said like a third of Americans are a, like, no, like, no, they wouldn't want the vaccine or they wouldn't right. get it tomorrow. And right. I, I said, I was like a hell no on that. And so, and, but like I said, but then what also people don't know is I'm not a complete like anti-vaxxer, but you know, it's just like, so, I'm not against vaccines. So I'm you just say this and what, well, you say this and what happened? So I say this. And so we, we went and I think the other thing was usually Cantori will take this spot like 
against me and mm. kind of then you have like the radio of just people being like oh, i have va- balanced viewpoints right but he didn't he he was kind of like like you where it's like, and like how i am where it's it's there's like he doesn't have the scientific information to be like actually this and this and this and so he kind of just went along with saying there's some things i like about the movie there's some things i didn't i think he took a very measured approach whereas i was more kind of like way on board at that time yeah and probably a little bit um uh, <laughs> it was our special Mother's Day episode, oh. and I I wished a happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers who had like their fetal cells implanted in the vaccines and stuff. Oh, and so maybe that might have like triggered someone. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> these poor people. So so anyway, he posted the episode, and and I could literally feel it so much so I could I could just like you know I just felt it, and I messaged him and said, remember like remember what like any pushback that we get. Like, be kind. First of all, don't like, you know, like we're not going to get into it with our people because sure. it's, I really, I respect. You're saying this. This is amazing. Okay. I told it to him where, like, I mean, any of our listeners, like they also have the right to, to think or course, say whatever they course. do. And, and like, I'm not just going to shut other people down because I don't like it or whatever. And so, so, um, so we had like one woman immediately, like one of his longtime listeners who I didn't really know, like it's not someone that I know. But uh, immediately, like, started going after me and and writing to him. And, and I told it because Cantori called me and he said, I'm shaking right now. People are, like, really, like, hating you on this post. And I told him, like, I don't care. I'm not reading it. Like, I don't I don't care yeah. to go see them. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I respect right. them. Like, I wasn't leveling. Like, I usually, I wasn't, like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like, think bad thoughts about them. I just thought, like, I really mean it that they have every right to think of. Sure. And I'm willing to, like, talk to anyone about it. And, you know, sure. just kind of, I wasn't, like, I wasn't doing into like because her life is awful or like you know go go to like like to have a, to have a zoo and like have your awful vacation but I, I wasn't i like you really well, taught i'll me say to hi not to you that. when you're my barista <laughs> yeah exactly and i and you really helped me with that because i try not to level so much and so so um so he said that people were really going after me and i and like i told him i don't care i really don't care but I'll, and he was saying that people were messaging him saying like i can't believe this is who you spend your extra time with and who you do a podcast with sure. and um that one of the women was a like a longtime listener and someone that had been paying for us and so she had said like just that episode alone i he un, she unfollowed him and then like canceled her subscription wow and people were really triggered and like really really triggered and so good for you <laughs> it's hard to get a response out of people it in these is. days. Yeah, so. no, the vaccines make yeah. everyone such a zombie. So it's like, yeah, I know. And, and Prozac we all have to be on. And so, oh, my God. So, so, um, so I had told him. And then there's also an ep- like the same way with like it's not just my show by myself. So I'm in a partnership with him. And also it's like the Cantori show. And I sure. respect him. And it's also like he does more of the work and it's money coming in. So sure. I just told him like, I'm, I don't, it's not, I don't need to like not sell my soul and like stick by this. Like if you want to cut this episode out yeah. or cut, you know, snip around this and like put out an episode that you feel okay with. Like I don't, I don't also need so badly to like, sure. like create this craziness and stuff. So, so, we decided and he was really sweet and he was just like, I can't stand people bashing my friend. And I'm like, I really, I really don't care. Like I really, truly I'm okay yeah, with it. And yeah. so then we just decided it was better off to snip that, to snip that all out of the episode. But it's so funny. Cause that was like the majority of our talk. So the episode just begins with like, and then I had vanilla pudding. <laughs> it's like six minutes. I'm just like, <laughs> like, the, you know, the lawn by me is beautiful. Like it's really nothing, but, really? but, 
and and that's in that podcast chris and i just decided to like we're not even going to talk about anything pandemic related and it's just better it's like the radio where you kind of have to like know, it's, it is. sell your soul for a certain amount yeah. of things and it's also like that woman the i got a few i mean there was a, a, a lot of people that were upset with me but like i think the one that was the most vocal from what i had heard like i don't know if she has like the best if she's like there may be other reasons basically that she's like way triggered about what mm-hmm. i think than just me like i think I don't, of course I think it's, I was it's like, always that way yeah yeah so i think that was that and then um you know like it's also so weird because like my best friend lauren then posted like nothing to do with me i don't even think she knew i was in this mess at all but then like the next day it was like perfect timing where she posted something about like like you people have to stop talking about pandemic and and it was like it was and she had no clue that all this had happened but then i like saw both of my parents pressed love on the post and it was almost (laughs) like my parents being like finally like she has a a sane best friend and then i called my parents (laughs) and i was like because oh she wrote that the movie was insulting and stuff and i called my parents and i'm like i am so confused like what are you insulted by the movie and my mom was like daddy and i actually haven't watched it yet oh (laughs) god i know so so that's that and then so yeah so so it was drama filled but like having hate like that it 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 tests your um let me tell let me tell you though the the damage that a movie like that can do so if you watched it and you were like believed it at all right mm-hmm. and then you've slowly come out of it and said like okay wait a minute it, there's these things have been debunked right not a lot of harm has happened but like let me tell you an example where my sister sent me the video Right. Mm -hmm. And said, watch this. And I had already I'd already seen it Um, because you just because every you know, however you saw it, like you found it somewhere. And so I was like, yeah, I saw it, you know, but this is before I the the debunking thing had come out because it went on like wildfire real quick. It did. Yeah. And so um, then I talked to my mom and (laughs) she goes, yeah, did you see that video? And I was like, yeah, I saw it, you know, and she goes, well. You know, we've been so careful this whole time. But Kelly, your sister, saw that video and she came down. She said, Mom, put your clothes on. We're going for a drive. And like for the first time, my mom left the house. Yeah. They went in to see my grandmother, who's 93 or four years old for the first time in however long. Right. Then the next day, the debunking thing comes out. And it's like, oopsies. Yeah. It's like I can see where. Now, listen. I'm not saying that that did anything bad, but I'm saying like it can change your mind when you see some propaganda in any way uh, to go like, you know what? Fuck this. And then you do this and then there's another surge or something. Yes. You got to be really careful. I know. And and that's where I think (sighs) like this pandemic video and then we'll get over this. But Mm -hmm. like I feel like to make something that has a lot of deception in it. Right. Whether it's on the mainstream news or in something like this, it's like. It could be so dangerous long term. Both, it really yeah. Can. And I think I think now we're starting to see more people are getting scared and upset because, like, as I don't know if it's true or not, but I just heard that like um, colleges in California in the mm-hmm. fall are now going to be online only. Really? And so it's like, and anytime it's like you start to take away people's like like joy in life or hope or anything, yeah. and then you start to see like almost this other uprising of sure, just kind sure. of stuff. Do, am I am I right to say that LA just announced that they're three uh, months? They're they're staying as in a, a stay home rule until August. I think what the, then when I like like I said when I went to look further at it, it was still like they're going to still ease restrictions slowly, but it was pretty much like we're going to be like this for three months, but things will like move along. And I know phases. I read where Twitter um, 
Twitter announced that they are allowing their employees to stay at home to work forever. I know, I saw that. Forever. Yeah, that's weird. I would uh, move uh, to like, I wonder uh, where I'd move to. <laughs> if you got a job at Twitter, they're just like, yeah, we figured it out. We don't need to have offices. I we know. can do it this way. I saw a video, some Instagram video of some girl being like, bye, and like leaving San Francisco immediately to be like, I'm going to live somewhere affordable. Yeah. Um, Why wouldn't you? Is, do Why, you think oh. this is a good time for me to double down and also find a second apartment in Los Angeles? Or do you no, think- I actually think it's a really bad time for you to do that, to be honest. Because who knows if there's like a civil war that's about to happen. Because you don't know. You don't I know. know. I, I, if anything, I think you should hunker down and like, put your money in a safe place and mm-hmm. uh, don't go getting too lavish on your fucking severance pay. I'll tell you that. Because... If this goes for another five months. And then like unemployment <sighs> stops. Yes, and then, yeah, that's what yes. we have to realize. And the stimulus isn't there anymore because it's only been really a month since it's the stimulus. So. And if, for anyone else wondering, May 30th is when the Airbnbs are supposed to open back <laughs> up. I just talked to <laughs> Dorothy in Palm Springs. <laughs> um, so yeah, th- so that was that. And I just thought that it's sometimes it's nice to be offensive. You know what? I have to be honest with you right now. Um, I think we should just do a bug bite right here. <gasps> Because something you said triggered me. Okay, here okay. we go. We're going to do a bug bag. Yuck. Bug bites. I have a real problem with how quickly uh, companies have changed their tune a little bit just to pander to all of us. I feel like I'm really getting sick of this shit that that people are putting in like commercials a week after this thing started. It's like oh, in yes. these trying times oh, yeah. or, yep. or we're in this together. It's like, no, we're not. Yeah. We're not in this together. <laughs> or the ones that are like, like we may be socially distant, but we're not like spiritually distant. Or I'm like, you know, we are all hurt. We're spiritually hurting and sad. Yeah. Somebody, uh, I saw a meme. It was like, uh, my bank says we're in this together, but where were they two months ago when I was late on a car payment? <laughs> See, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're not in this together. I, I also think like, I mean, I understand what they're doing. Like, it's almost like they've taken out ad money. Sure. I mean, you know, too, like people like around here, the local casinos have paid thousands of dollars with billboards and they're right. locked in. So right. it's going to seem tone deaf if they're if they're just like lobster buffet, you know, but right, then right, right. I totally get that. But I, I do agree that I don't need to get an email from like. I, I'm sick of it. I my my email has like is overflowing with like every company I've ever bought anything from. <laughs> it could be something so stupid like uh, I bought a uh, bar utensils for for the bar, right? And it's like we're in this together. Oh it's like gosh. what? It's like who are you? What yeah. is going on here, man? <laughs> so I'm really over it. I'm over every commercial. It's Fuck like them. sorry, Taco Bell. Like uh, yeah, like yeah, I don't like that. Either. We're not in this together, right? Not a fan. In these trying times, try a cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> it's like, okay. What's, What's yours? Oh, okay. Okay. Something that you wouldn't think I would hate, but I really hate. Yes. Tie-dye. And tie-dye <laughs> is coming back with Ugh. a with a vengeance. No. And I feel no. like, like, I don't need, it makes people look too young, even though I wear my hair in pigtails and stuff like that. But it, it, it's like, like I feel like tie dye just automatically makes people look sloppy and dirty and oh, like hippie ish. hundred percent. And unless you're like, um, who's Haley Bieber, like some even Haley, like like someone that's like so hot nope. and tan and skinny, nope. still can't pull off tie dye. And a it's girl, just, a girl, in my opinion, can be in a tie dye bathing suit, and I'd be like, nah. I'm good. It's <laughs> yeah. rolling out of You're here. You're hot and it's a bikini, but like it's tie dye. It's, it's out. I know, and no, I thanks. think that that's it's a big at home thing. That is, I feel like tie dye is the new banana bread. Now everyone's <laughs> taking their shirts and like mixing it, and I don't like the outcome. It's because you can do it easily, and you can do I it. I know, at home. but we don't need to. We don't need to. We're all like we're all a sick. whole new wardrobe. Tie dye, <laughs> and I don't like it. Those are my buggies. Uh, 
you know, I got another story to tell you. Okay. Can I we tell have you? so much. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you had sent me, and this is, this might trigger our listeners, but you had sent me like something that you hated. One of my former bug bites yes. was a, was, um, d- doctors and nurses yeah. dancing. Yes. And, um, you then, uh, we laughed about it. You're, I mean, I was like, yeah, like get to it. Like, come on. Yeah. And I, I get it. They need to have fun too. Dance demic. I get it. But like. When someone's edited this video, like it's like a professional edited video of like everybody just watch yeah. and we- <laughs> everyone's singing the the lyrics to a song. It's like, well, how many times do you have to listen to the song to sing that three lines? Or something? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Yes. Uh, and they're all in the hospital dancing. You could see like dead people in the background <laughs> stuff, and they're like, someone's like pointing to their tube, being yeah. like, out, take out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, they're flatlining. Uh, and so you keep, you kept sending me videos of, of doctors and nurses. And it gets heightened and heightened. Yeah. yeah. And so you keep sending them to me like, see another one, another one where they're all dancing, making music videos. And then I finally, (laughs) I responded to the video that you sent me and I wrote you, uh, I said, um, uh, well, meanwhile, seven people died while these two (laughs) worked out the choreography (laughs) and, uh, I laughed and then. It was like maybe 15 minutes later, I get... Uh, Wait, you said something else too. Oh. Say the whole thing. I said seven people died while these two worked out the choreography. But meanwhile, I'm playing video games and drinking like Viet- a Vietnam vet. <laughs> Which is just, like we said before, like it, it obvious, it's like we, we could insult everyone. Because, I was insulting this yeah. idea, but also was saying to myself like... And yeah, Vietnam but meanwhile, like, like, yeah, people died, but like, I'm not a doctor either. So right. I'm just sitting here playing video games. So I have nothing to say about it. Really. <laughs> you were sitting home like a yeah. Vietnam vet, just like hungry. Uh, uh, and so then I get a message from this strange account and it said, uh, shaking my head, stop. They do have off time. <laughs> and I was like, who is this from and what? And then I realized when I responded to you, I responded to the person who posted it. Unbelievable. Who was some woman on the radio in Arizona or something? Or um, Portland. Portland, Oregon? Yes. I'm writing to a stranger. A radio DJ. A really popular <sighs> radio DJ. Who's now on like in like many different... Like I think she actually just got like syndicated. And I don't even... Pers- it would be oh. funny if like this was one of my friends that I said, oh, yeah. Bo did this. But this is a, a, a girl that I follow through uh, my friend Jenny Milkowski and so like I only like know of her because this person's like a really popular like radio DJ I really ate some shit on that because like <laughs> I would never say that to somebody on their random I just not that I don't want to be that cynical to strangers right? I know but saying it to you it's like it's our little joke yes. haha yep. uh, but then having it go to her like she's just like not having it she's like I'm shaking my head oh my Stop. god I love that more than oh. anything I love that I, I died inside I was squealing laughing because <laughs> anybody knows me it's like when things are really awkward, really awkward, I just laugh like a hilarious, like a joker. Yes. It's like, <laughs> I can't handle it. Okay, wait, now speaking of, this is a, a segue, but it's not oh, even meant to be one. I was just going to ask also, free-flowingly, how was your cripple fest, cripple, cripple-demic? <laughs> Please don't call it cripple-demic. Okay. What is this? And Did we talk it about us. it before? No, okay, I so need you to tell ago, me. Okay, so years ago, my friend uh, Len, who lived at the time in Kansas City, was on his way to go out for his anniversary with his wife, felt a pain in his back, fell down, never walked again. Oh, my God. A nerve in his lower back, like, just popped. And so it was a devastating blow, obviously. Um, and in the coming weeks and months, he was in a very dark, dark place. Um, I can imagine. And his wife had called me and said, hey, it would be really awesome if you just gave him a call, you know, cause we all called him and you know, you hope that he's okay and stuff, but like 
you never realize how dark it can get for people going through something like that. Yes. And so she said, can you call him and just like give him some like you know, positive vibes? So, so I, I, uh, I do call him and I'm like, Hey man, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. We talked for a little bit and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll fly out there and see you. He'd be like, Oh, that'd be pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, man, let's just like sit and draw for a couple of days and just hang out and you know, whatever. He's like, that'd be awesome. So then I call one of my other friends that's close with him. I'm like, hey, do you want to go and visit? And then it turned into like, yes, and then more people. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, well, maybe we'll rent a couple hotel rooms, and we'll just like go to a hotel, get out of this house, draw for the, a couple days, and all bunk up like college kids. Yeah. You know? And then that turned into like even more people were interested, and then someone calling me like, hey, I just talked to this person. They would do oh it too. Oh, my gosh. And in the end, I was like, holy fuck, we have like 60 people, like 50 <laughs> people that are willing to do this. It I'm really like, is like a convention. And I was like, why don't we? just do like why don't we rent a ballroom we'll charge people x amount of dollars it's in kansas city it's not expensive right. to go to kansas city and if you tell them the cause at right the time, I'm and sure i was like let's just let's we won't make a bunch of money or anything like that it's just like what we will do is we'll put all the money into renting the room and then uh the rest of the money goes towards like a new wheelchair for him because he needed one and so i was like but we're all sick and twisted so i was yeah. like we should call it CrippleCon. oh my god because it was just like at the time like an anti like convention it was almost yeah. like we're gonna be vulgar and crazy and do a bunch of artwork that is just based on completely and like just awful stuff I, right? I really think that kind of stuff helps people heal too because you're not like you're almost not, it's disrespectful to like almost skirt around things right. so much so the first year we had about a hundred people and then it kept growing over the next four years and, and we had things like when you got there you'd walk in and there was like a prom photo where we had the 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 tinsel hanging down and it said cripple con and we had oh my crutches and a walker and a wheelchair you could sit in and get a photo we had all, all kinds of crazy stuff the awards were disgusting it's like, <laughs> but everyone had a, an amazing time and it became quickly famous in that world of people yeah. in, in, in art um so we did it for four straight years it moved to texas at some point we got blacklisted at every hotel that we were ever in because i can imagine yeah oh just, just the pure debauchery the, yeah. right um but we, uh, after four years, everyone kind of was like, okay, this is a lot to handle and, and, and control. And it's getting crazier and crazier. And, uh, we eventually said like, we're going to take a year off and a year took a couple of years. And since what it was like 2011 was the last time we did it. Well, then all this shit happens with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we decide like we were talking on the phone, the, the original three of us. And I was like, you know what? We should do another CrippleCon. We should just do Zoom CrippleCon. And so we decided to call it CrippleConvid19. <laughs> and uh, and it was the same thing. So we, we blocked out a six to eight hour time frame. We had invites sent out and we just played art games. That's and so fun. Art fight and we did shots. And, and so I would like... Uh, I would have certain things that would like I'd play a song and that meant like we all do a shot. And so every time someone oh my said the word shot, it would be like, oh, we got to play Shaka Khan's. I feel <laughs> I, I feel for you. Uh, and so it, it was a really big success. And we we ended up it ended up being a dance party in the end. Wow. Where I would spotlight the video and music would be playing and like everybody would be dancing and like trying to show up. People were getting naked and shit. It was really. Like, oh, yeah. This is a the, the girls. Yeah, of they course. They show their boobs? Yes, of course. Girls show their boobies? Uh, they did. On the Zoom video? They did. Yeah. And everyone saw? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Very quickly. They just like flashed the camera? Yeah, just flashed the camera. But there's guys taking their shirts off and dancing and 
just doing ridiculous things, you know? Oh, my God. It wasn't, like, sexual. It was just, like, being ridiculous, you know? That's, cr- that's a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a fun time. Oh, my gosh. Time. I can't believe there was boobies. Well, I mean, listen, people are drunk at that point. Yeah. They're dancing. They're in their house. They're dying to get out. Are you kidding me? When this thing is done, it's going to be fuck fest. It is going to be fuck fest in the world. I think about that, too. I Don't you feel like, though, we're at the point now where people have are, like, sneaking in sex? It tells me that you are. <laughs> no, I think for sure. I think people, um, you know, they 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 they're ready. I, I they're think ready. I think like maybe like a week or two ago we hit I the bet, point. I bet that if you could see the analytics uh, on things like Tinder and things like that, I bet it surged I, in the last two weeks. Yeah, I, I think bet it's so just too. like. I think like the first month of all of this, I like. I got I was I told Jack I'm like okay we need to have more sex because I also felt like all my single friends were so not even more just any yeah. sex because I felt like every single friends were like hooking up and getting it on sure, and I felt sure. like there was so much like sexual energy out there that I told sure, Jack we need sure. to like aim for one time this pandemic yeah I think the places that are making a lot of money right now <sighs> are uh, liquor stores and porn sites Maybe yeah for the first time people are actually subscribing to porn sites I know <laughs> me too I think that I think that's oh. it so I don't think he'll, I don't think Jack will hear this because he doesn't listen to our show anymore. But uh, so Saturday is his birthday. Okay. And I have like a, so this coming Saturday is his birthday, and I already have a big birthday fail because I was supposed to I, I was going to whisk him away to Mexico yeah. and take him to this cool place, but I figured obviously we can't do that right now. So last minute I saw online. So he's a huge Simpsons fan. Okay. And I ordered, there was this thing called like Simpsonize me or something like that. Oh no. I know. I feel like being friends with artists, I feel like I've like, you guys would be secretly mad at me or I feel like I've done something bad. So, so you basically, you upload a few pictures of yourself and then you give them directives and then they send like a canvas of, of you as these TV characters. So I thought like Jack will freak out if I make a canvas of us as as the Simpsons, Simpsons yeah. and and then put us on the couch and stuff like that. So right. already I'm already weird. So like I made our photos. I didn't include his dogs because I like don't want them in part of our like family photo. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, originally, so there's no dogs. And then also I uploaded like maybe four photos of us. And I said, like the only things that are important are please put him in a black t-shirt because I feel like if they put him in something orange or whatever yeah, that would he'd be like nah, that's not yeah me. yeah yeah so I'm like I'm like just put him in a black t-shirt and um black glasses and so I was so excited and like all the photos on the site looked like insanely real like I'm like oh my gosh they're, they're gonna make us like crazy and look crazy so so we finally got the, the the canvas came in the mail and I looked and it like looks nothing like us we just look like two yellow like q-tips basically yeah. and like it does not look like our face it doesn't look like anything sure. and I held up the canvas and I really like had a moment where I was like I'm gonna break this in half and like light this on fire because sure. it, was, it was like a substantial amount of money how and much I, um maybe the one that I got like 75 okay so uh, you know there was bigger sizes but I'm also I also didn't want it to take up the whole house but it's sure. so $75 and I think maybe like nine dollars for shipping or whatever so it's probably it ended up being close to like 85 total mm-hmm. so so I saw it and I'm like now I'm gonna give him like a Simpsons thing that looks really nothing like us like you you would not be able to tell so I'm like I need to order something else and <laughs> so I need to, and then I like, I, don't, I think I just forgot or I froze, but and the only thing else that I know that we, he would have wanted are these like corn on the cob holders, like these two little, like those little things that go on the end of corn <laughs> the corn. The little cob. spiky things yeah. that look like corn and then you pop. Okay. Yep. And so they just arrived yesterday and then I don't have, I'm running out of time. I don't have anything else to well, give him. Uh, so he's going to get Simpsons and corn on the cob holders. Well, and that's really his. And that's like, now I'm like mad at him for his birthday. Like, oh my God. <laughs> 
Well, I think that it's the thought that counts on that. That's a really cool thing. Is that insulting as an artist, though? Because you're also stealing. Like, isn't that kind of like. I hate. I, I mean, I personally hate those things because one, I know what's going on in the background there. Is it like a sweatshop or something? No, it's probably something where they don't even draw you. They just have like twenty different uh, eyes, like a brunette 20, girl, twenty different noses, and they just go click, 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 Interesting. click, and they just put that in. Because listen, if if a hundred people ordered that today, right? Mm-hmm. How many artists are you hiring? You're not hiring a bunch of artists. You That's hired true. you probably hired one artist like six months ago to do all of this shit. Yeah. And then all they're doing is going click, 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 click. And then they just like send it to print. And that print is probably a distribution area that then is in some other state that sends it right to you. Yeah. It's just a it, it somebody's making a bank on this. I and know. it's not artists probably. I, I mean, I, I can't say that for sure, but if it didn't look like you guys, it's probably just, you know. Because I did, I did a bar mitzvah one time where it was Simpsons themed, and they actually hired a Simpsons artist, and they hired really? me as well, and we drew beside each other, and I had to learn all of the Simpsons like esque kind of things, like how our eyes drawn, how our noses drawn, the little drawn. like round shape, right? Because you can't just like you can you have to draw it in that simple style, yeah. Um, but I actually had a sheet sent to me that was like how to draw eyes, how to draw hands, how to draw this in Simpsons style. This you're right. This does seem more. You know when you leave a concert and like a mile down in the middle of the road, there's someone selling the band T-shirt. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. It feels like I did that. Yeah. And it backfired. Well, I mean, listen, it's fine. You tried. You couldn't tell. I maybe did it, try. maybe it came and it was going to be the greatest thing ever and looked just like you guys at Simpsons. Maybe. I think it's funny. I think I it's funny. I do too. I'll draw you guys at Simpsons. I th- I was thinking, why didn't I just hire you or something? Yeah, why didn't you? But you'd be more expensive than eighty five dollars. Well, I mean. Not for my friend. I'd get like a little thumbnail. Thank you. <laughs> okay, before we get out of here, yeah. can we please do a s'more? What do you want to do? A s'more. I mean, like, what? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why do I always feel like we're two 13-year-old girls at like a sleepover? <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> See that boo and bo and now it's time for a little bit s'more. So mine, my little s'more is this movie called Plandemic. I bet you, uh, <laughs> no, I bet you have a little s'more. Actually, I saw a really great documentary called uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. Did I okay. tell you about that? No, but let me write it down because I am trying. I'm watching yeah. more things. In it. More, what are they called? Movies? Yeah. <laughs> they Shall so Not Grow they Old. They Shall Not Grow Old is a uh, movie that came out in 2018, actually. Uh, but what it was about was they took Peter Jackson, the guy who did Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and all that stuff. He took um, old World War One footage, not two, but one, like way I back forget about that in the one. early 1900s, colorized it and gave it uh, gave it a voice. Like Ooh. they had they had lip readers come in to figure out what people were saying in these old uh, these old stock footage or not stock footage, but all this old footage from World War One. Which at that point, cameras were just barely being like figured out yeah. like, like movie cameras and so it was all um, like microfiche or something yeah and so um they colorized it and put words to it and it's pretty compelling and if anything it told me is that in all of our time from the beginning of humans uh we are awful and wars are horrible yeah and, uh the only reason we get in them is because someone else wants power and money i know period it's scary every war ever made it's mm-hmm. about power and, and money and, and it's never about those soldiers that are on the ground doing this shit exactly and it fucking sucks i know i don't agree with any of it what's what, yours what was, wait what was it called again 
They Shall Not Grow Old. Okay, I'm really going to look at it. It's this. on HBO right now. Okay. I've been enjoying movies now and then, Bo. I really Good. did. I just watched Fatal Attraction. Oh, my God. <laughs> From the 80s? I love that movie, yeah. Yeah, there's some... There's I'd be some... a buddy boiler. Oh, okay. I'll put that anyway. money right in there. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, I love this one so much. And it's... So there's an essayist woman and an author. Her, her name is Megan Daum, D-A-U-M. And so, okay, so she has a book called Selfish, Shallow, and Self-Absorbed. And what it's about. The story of Meryl Cremo. <laughs> no, but okay. So what I really like is, so she's a writer and she got 16 other writers to talk about their decision to not have children. And so oh, interesting. it's really smart and it's really good. And it takes away the narrative of, because sometimes people are like, because um, in her life, she thought she decided to not have kids. And then she didn't like the like kind of trope of like, I don't have kids because I have this Porsche or like people flaunting right. basically like we don't have kids so we can go to Italy. But she saw there's way more deeper reasons that people decide not to have children. So it's like she gets these really eloquent and smart writers, men and women, and there's gay people, straight people. And so they write about like why they decided to not have children. And it's so smart and cool. And Did honestly, you send it to your mom. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I it, I listened to the audiobook and a, a part really made me cry when I was listening because really? one of the women talks about and I could totally relate to this of like that she that feeling of like want not wanting a baby, but like wanting to want to have a baby and like yeah. that feeling not being there and yeah. of like not having it. And she her like feeling so just different and awful for like not having that internal feeling. I see. I see. And I just and it like as I was listening, it really got to me. So obviously there's people that want babies so badly and can't have them. Sure. But this is a really good thing for people that like have made the decision to not have a baby. Cool. What's it called it. again? Shallow selfish and self-absorbed okay. and, and so it's like about yeah 16 different writers really like funny and emotional explain kind of why they've decided that children ain't for them that's awesome i like it okay all right well cripples s'mores no babies babies vaccines <laughs> there you go pandemics <laughs> this is where i appreciate that i feel like our listeners so long ago gave up on me that they were not even gonna write me but it's also i think we have a different type of um we have a less offended uh, it, audience. Listen, almost. I'm so proud of our listeners I because they have made it through <laughs> a real humdinger with us the last two and some years. I know. And it's we've awesome. had a lot more new listeners, too. We're like, yeah. I don't know why we're like doing well in Brazil and all these places, but we are. Yeah. Bots. I think it's bots. You it's think Russian, so. Russian bots. Uh-oh. Yeah. This spies. No, if you're, if you're in Brazil and you're listening, hi. Hey, how hit bow up, you hey, tan skinned beauty. How you doing, girl? Mm, nice coconuts. Mm, 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 yeah. Um, all right, let's get out of here. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.